Welcome to Content Pros Podcast, where we unlock the strategies and secrets of the best content marketers in the world and ask the questions you've always wanted asked. Content Pros is sponsored by Clear Voice Content Marketing Software, helping you decrease your time spent creating content by up to 50% while doubling your online engagement. Convince and Convert, content marketing strategy advisors and counselors to leading brands and organizations worldwide. Convince and Convert makes your content better. Oracle Marketing Cloud, helping businesses use the latest marketing technologies to tell their stories and connect with their customers. And by Uberflip, a content experience platform that allows marketers to create, manage, and optimize tailored content experiences for every stage of the buyer journey. Now, here are your hosts, Jeffrey L. Cohen, Director of Content Strategy at Oracle Marketing Cloud, and from Uberflip, Randy Frisch. Ready? Let's talk to the pros. Welcome to another episode of Content Pros. I'm Randy Frisch from Uberflip. By my side, as always, I've got Jeff Cohen from Oracle Marketing Cloud, and we are really excited to talk about email signatures today. And the way we're going to do that is we actually have the founder, CEO, president of Sigster, Dan Hanrahan, joining us. Dan and I got to know each other, I think, at, a, at an event in Boston a couple months ago, and I've definitely uh, known about Sigster for a while. You guys have actually uh, Jeff will introduce Dan in a minute, but Sigster used to be a sponsor of the Content Pros podcast. So we're no no uh, stranger to Sigster in general here, but going to be a really interesting conversation today. Uh, just to give everyone some context, we'll end up talking a little bit about how do we leverage content at other stages of the buyer journey. We'll also get into aspects around personalization, since we are going more one-to-one in how we relate to people with content. So Jeff, you wanna, do you want to help us dive into here and, and welcome in Dan? Absolutely. Thanks, Randy. Again, happy to happy to be here for another episode of Content Pros, part of the Convince and Convert podcast network. And Dan Hanrahan of Sigster, welcome to Content Pros. Jeff, Randy, yeah, th- thanks for having me. Really excited to, to join you today. So this is a this is a really interesting conversation to me because for years I have been telling people that every customer touchpoint should have some sort of whether it's whether it's a call to action or a link to social or, or, or some sort of thing for a customer to or prospect to basically raise their hand and express more interest. And so I love the fact that now there's technology that can do that. So, so Dan, tell us, tell us about Sigster and kind of what this looks like. Yeah, of course. I'd be happy to. So, as you mentioned, every every touch point with a customer uh, is 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 an influence uh, on our brand and, and a chance to to sort of drive uh, that person towards towards action. And, and so, in in a past life, I was with a company that had sixty employees called Igo Digital, and, and we would email everybody in our company to try to get them to add a call to action to the email signature. Right, every time you hit compose in Gmail or Outlook, a signature pops up, and we thought, hey. We're interacting with customers and prospects uh, just you know, in mass every single day via employee email. And so like other companies, we'd email them all and ask them to update their signature to help us deliver content. Um, we were acquired by Exact Target in, uh, uh, shortly thereafter, and, and ultimately I had 2,000 new colleagues. And in my second week there, I got an email to all 2,000 employees asking us to copy and paste a call to action to the email signature. So I thought, boy, there's a better way to do this. And, and ultimately, that's what we built with Sigster is a SaaS product to give marketers central control of employee email signatures and really to leverage that point of interaction uh, as a chance to deliver your most interesting content. 
So let's just let's just jump ahead and and talk about the data side of this. Okay. And so what what kind of data what kind of data are you collecting? What do you what do you learn? What do you learn from actually managing this email signature and and putting content in there? Yeah, that's great. It, it, you know, employee email for a long time has just been this sort of black hole where we all spend our time and we don't know what's going on. Um, and we, we're treating it like a digital channel, right? So that means we're measuring everything. And so the average employee will send 10,000 emails in a year. 10,000, right? So that's that's 28 emails a day. When you break it out like that, it doesn't seem uh, quite as daunting. We all send uh, a lot of email. Um, and from that, right, by injecting uh, calls to action around our next events, um, or if I'm in account management around how-to guides or maybe the, the knowledge base, uh, we, we can drive 50 uh, engagements at, at a minimum per employee per year. So 10,000 emails will be sent. And for each employee you have, you can, you can get 50 folks to sort of engage or click in your most interesting content. Um, analytics get a lot more rich beyond that. That's sort of the top of the funnel. How many of those emails go internal versus external to the organization? Um, here's a list of my, my top 100 accounts. Uh, here's a list of the top 100 domains that, that my company's emailing. Those are the types of, of sort of business insights uh, that, that, that we're helping to sort of uncover and, and, and really help folks leverage this as a channel. And so just, just to better, better understand how this works, does the employee have some sort of granular control or is this all managed by, I guess, a, a marketing manager or whoever owns the platform in an organization? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and, and you know, some companies want to lock down the entire signature and, and in other cases, companies want to sort of provide freedom within a framework, if you will. Um, and, and so to give you an example of that, uh, one, of, one of our customers, uh, Next Gear Capital, um, which is part of the Cox Automotive Group, they've got a, um, uh, a LinkedIn field that some employees uh, want to add their personal LinkedIn and, and, and others don't, right? So in, in, in that case, you can unlock certain fields or you can allow a user to self-select certain content or campaigns. Uh, in other cases, we want to lock down the entire uh, call to action and signature it, itself. Today's episode of Content Pros is brought to you by Clear Voice. Need a freelance writer? Clear Voice Marketplace can help you. Looking for trending topics or influencers? No problem. Clear Voice Content Studio is the answer for that one. Looking to store all your brand guidelines, keywords, and personas in one accessible space? That's right. Clear Voice can do that too. Even pay all your writers from one secure account. Go to demo.clearvoice.com. For a free demo, and tell them your friends at Content Pros Podcast sent you. So I Jeff went really forward. I'm going to take a few steps back because sure. I think some of the people are you know listening to the two of you talk and probably saying like, "What are you talking about? Like signatures? I don't have to deal with signatures. I'm the marketer. Right. Like that's right. that's an IT thing, or that's yeah. our tech guy, or you know, there's no way like I can get into that aspect of it. So maybe you can just talk about the idea of why this should be yeah. in the marketer's mind as opposed to, I don't want to even touch this thing. No, that's perfect. At, at the end of the day, right, when we think as marketers, what are we doing, right? We're, 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 we're trying to get our best content, our best messages in front of people, right? People communicate with people. Uh, it's not necessarily companies communicating with companies. They're, they're people, right? And, and our employees, more so than any other channel, uh, are interacting with our customers and our prospects, and, and where that's happening continues to be email. It continues to be sends out of Gmail and Outlook. 
And so as a marketer, I'm pouring my heart, right? I'm pouring my heart into content. I'm, I'm pouring my heart into to hosting amazing events. And I'm trying to get that in front of folks uh, in really creative and unique ways. And there's all kinds of channels to go do that. Um, but right next to me is another employee that's actually you know, maybe interacting with the exact person I'm trying to reach. And so all we do is make it really easy to marry your best stories, your best content, with where those people are already communicating with other people, right? With where your employees are already communicating with your customers and with your prospects. So, so that's sort of the foundational underlying philosophy is, is that that really happens in mass via, via email. And that's a channel that has been sort of hands off to marketers to, to your point, because typically um, it's been hard to, hard to sort of access it as a channel and treat it as such. And so we work with IT to make it really easy to unlock and then, and then with marketers to manage. So, you know, that word manage is, is a word you and I have talked. I mean, my company, Uberflip, what you're doing at Sigster um, and what other companies that you and I both know, companies like Salesloft and, you know, of course, Oracle, where Jeff works. I mean, a lot of these companies are trying to improve the way we manage. And, you know, one of the things that has actually scared me in the past um, is, you know, the, you know, that game Broken Telephone? Right. Yes. You know, I, I've always talked about broken telephone in terms of the sales team to the marketing team. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's the marketing team. We know what content we want to use. We know what content we're going to put through distribution channels. But it's scary when you have sales reps and one talks to the other, talks to the other, and that message gets diluted. Right. So maybe you can talk about a company that's that's kind of avoided falling into that trap using your solution and a you know a campaign that they've maybe done that's allowed them to to stay on message. Message mm-hmm. and and get the results they were looking for. Yeah, that's great. I think you know, as marketers, we're we're all thinking about uh, driving new business, uh, renewing current business, or maybe cross-selling or growing accounts, right? Um, but one of the things that is key to any of those is helping sales understand what stories to share and when. And, and so, one of the elements with Sixter is is sort of the sales enablement. I, I think we've heard a lot of people say, no matter what, you know, salespeople aren't going to read all of our content. Um, and so when a salesperson hits compose and write in their email signature, a call to action that they've never seen before around a a new case study or a new product launch or or an event that we're attending, when that pops up in their email signature, inevitably they they engage and they read that. And and to give you a concrete example of that, um, one of our our customers is a a, a really large, uh, sort of medical pharmaceutical business called Roche Diagnostics. Um, Roche has really complex, uh, multi-million dollar products. And, and they have a sales team that are out uh, in, in labs talking to lab managers, et cetera. And so as the marketing manager was riding along with some salespeople, the salesperson at the end of those meetings was saying, hey, if you'd like to know more about the, the, the new product launch, right, this new tissue diagnostics machine, uh, check out the, my last email to you. Uh, there's, there's some content directly in my email signature. And, and, and so not only was that sort of an immediate piece of content that, that the, uh, the meeting uh, generated a follow-up action to go read, but also the salesperson had, had sort of read what, what, what that product does, right? And they, they knew the talking points and the bullets. So sort of this uh, challenge of getting salespeople to, to actually read and to understand our stories, um, that, that's, that's another byproduct of this really is sort of sales enablement and making sure they understand the sales team understands what, what, what stories are most important to our company. I love that. I love that example. And, you know, it's, you know, without necessarily tying it specifically to your product, because I know you have a ton of background around personalization. And now that, you know, the, 
the election is over, politics are less of talk. Now it's all personalization. That's what everyone's yes. talking about, right? It's like AI and, and stuff like that is much hotter than yeah any election news these days. So maybe you can talk to us, not again, not necessarily just about what your product does, but where yeah. do you see things going around this world of personalization and you know management, as you said, but still giving that flexibility to unlock and personalize? Yeah, that's that, that's a real. I'm fascinated by this. It sort of marries uh, my past life with my current life. And Randy, you and I talked, right? I think you shared an example of of, of uh, I can't remember if it was somebody at uh, one of your customers, but at the end of the day, they were looking for their own company's content, right? I think it was a a video, and to find that video rather than going to their content management system or whatever, they they typed a Google search. Right, so I'm trying to email a prospect. I'm trying to include a really relevant video, and, and I don't know where to find it. So I go to Google, right, for my own content. Yeah, this and, is hilarious. This right? happens. <laughs> I, I've done it myself, right? And and so what what we want to do is, Randy, and I, I think you and I are, are aligned on this with Uber Flip and Sixter is is to to make content front and center where people are actually communicating uh, with the intended audience for that content. And, and so for us, a lot of times that's email. And so today, a marketer, you know, kind of selects a department within a company. So say it's a, a, a customer success team, and they align content to that customer success team. Um, what Sigster has recently launched, the next sort of iteration of, of, of this is rather than a manual process, is more of a, a rules-driven process. So now we know who you're emailing, and we can dynamically change content out based on who you're sending to. And so where I think the, the world will go, Randy, uh, whether it's, it's with Sigster uh, or, or just with content in general, is a, is, is a very smart content uh, uh, system, right? And, and so if I should know who I'm contacting, I should know who's sending the message, and I should know something about whatever content that I have. And so if, if I am a sales rep emailing somebody in the financial services sector, I should pull in a case study related to financial services and, and sort of recommend that uh, as, as a piece of content to, to make that communication more productive uh, for both the sender and, 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 and the receiver. Um, and so the world of personalization, right, it, it starts very manually. Um, and, and then the, those manual processes show some uh, opportunities for improvement. We, we inject rules. Um, and, and then we start to look at data and, and understand how people are interacting uh, to, to predict what, what content might be most useful. And, and so I think in bringing that experience to the point of communication uh, where people are talking to other people, um, today that's email. Who knows uh, what, what that could be? I think email will be here for, for a long time. Uh, everybody's been trying to kill it, but it still is sort of the, the, the channel of preference when communicating with the external world. Um, and so I think there's all kinds of opportunities to understand more about our content, more about the context of the, the sender and the recipient. And, and then lastly, uh, what channel uh, is, that, is that communication taking place and how do we get uh, the best content there front and center? Today's episode of Content Pros is brought to you by Uberflip and their weekly podcast called Flip the Switch, where they bring some of the brightest marketing minds together to provide useful insights, actionable takeaways, and a fresh approach to the content marketing challenges you face daily. Head over to bit.ly slash flip content to discover the tips and tactics that will help you flip the switch from ordinary to remarkable. So let's take that, that personalization question kind of in a, in a different direction. Uh, 
Oracle Marketing Cloud has a marketing automation solution, as many companies do. And basically what, what we try to do is try to identify the next piece of content that someone should get based on what they've previously done. We, we have a term called the digital footprint, basically trying to capture all this data. Yeah. And how does, how does an idea like that, in other words, past performance, I guess, or past activity sort of feed into, again, as Randy said, not, not just your product per se, but, Mm -hmm. but your thinking. And, and I guess if you want to, if you want to layer on the idea of what some people still call the funnel, because I, I think this is a, this is an idea that when you think about personalization and getting people the right content, it's about where they are in their buyer journey. So if it's still a funnel, maybe it is, but it's, it's at least some kind of journey. And I guess there's a question in there somewhere, Dan. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. It, well, I mean, what, if you kind of think about what happened with email, um, right, we, we had sort of the email service providers, right, that, that were sending bulk email. Um, and, and then we, we sort of had employee email. And then marketing automation tools like Eloqua offers uh, have sort of sat in between those two things. And, and what's worked really well in traditional email marketing and, and, and now with marketing automation is things like trying to make that experience more one-to-one, right, to, 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 to predict and, 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 and to personalize uh, that interaction. All of that has sort of been missing from, from the email that my employees are sending, right, every single day. And so if, if I'm in, right, if I, if, another key part of this, uh, Jeff, is, is who the sender of that message is. What, what department is that person in? Because uh, that can sort of tell us, are they a current customer? Are they a prospect? Where are they in the journey? Or perhaps that data is in a, in a CRM somewhere, right? And, and I can see what stage in the buying process they are, or maybe even what product line that person has indicated they have an interest in, in, in researching or buying. And that might be an explicit input, something that they've told a, a rep that we've entered into the CRM, or it could be something implicit that's sort of implied by how they browse a website. But the best p- predictor, right, of what we're going to do next is, is sort of what we've, we've already done and comparing all of that to, uh, um, you know, to, to, to previous uh, visitors or to previous um, prospects, right? And, and so all those things, it's, it's, a, it's a real data maze at the end of the day is, is, is what it comes down to. And, and so our job at each stage of, of taking marketers through this journey and, and, and applying some of what's worked in traditional marketing, uh, right, is to not, I think, have sweeping changes, but incremental improvements that, that, overall sort of dramatically shape, you know, how, how employees are able to leverage our content to, to, to drive our business forward, right? And to help us communicate uh, in ways that are meaningful to, to the person on the other end of, of, of that message. Um, and so I think stages in the buyer journey are, are, are a key factor to consider. And, and in the right context, what have other prospects done interested in similar product lines? What vertical are you in? And, and then what sort of content matches that to to, to help you evaluate and, and sort of make your decision. Yeah, that, that definitely, that definitely makes a lot of sense to me. So when I think about this idea of adding content to a personal email signature, in other words, actually leveraging employees mm-hmm. and communication that that's already happening, how does that, how does that compare 
to other channels? In other words, you called this a channel. How, how does it compare to conversion of other channels? Yeah, that's uh, a fascinating question. And, and, and so when you sort of unpack this, right, let's just compare it to traditional email marketing. And I think this is the key for any marketer. You only have so much time and so much money, right, to invest. And so you invest in the channels that perform the best for you. And, and the way to flatten that out, right, is, is uh, you know, to, to, to compare conversions. Um, and so at the top of the funnel, right, if you consider traditional email marketing, uh, please weigh in on this, guys. But, uh, right, you might have an open rate of 20 to 30%. Um, you, you may have a, a click rate of sort of 2 to 3%. Uh, and, and then the, the funnel, right, sort of shakes itself out from there, depending on whether you're trying to get people to fill out a form, to buy a product, whatever it might be. Um, do, those, do those numbers seem about accurate for traditional email marketing? 20 to 30% open rates, 2 to 3% click rates? I, I'd say those keep your job. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you can definitely do much better, but at the end of the day, right, if you flatten it out, like, I, I think, you, you know, the, that's sort of the middle of the road, right? When you consider employee email, it, it's it, it right. Th- these messages get read at a ninety-five or get opened at a ninety-five percent clip, uh, e- e- much higher in, in in many businesses, right? But salespeople sending a lot of uh, emails sometimes those those do get missed. But ninety-five uh, percent plus open rates, um, and, and then a and then a half a percent click-through rate, right? And and, and so as you kind of think through that, if, if you've got a hundred employees. Um, that's a, a million sends, 950,000, uh, uh, opens, right? So 950,000 sort of impressions, uh, and, and then a, a half a percent, um, in, in engagement rate from there. Um, and, and so the top of the funnel and employee email, these messages are getting through, these messages are getting read. It's, it's where people are constantly interacting. Um, and, 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 and today we're, 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 we're just, we're not, we're not very smart as marketers about going out and, and, and tackling that audience. It all sort of starts with audience and reach, and this is just a, a hand-picked audience uh, that, that your team selects every single day and chooses to interact with. Uh, it, it's sort of the uh, the ultimate when it when it comes to you know top of the funnel uh, marketing uh, reach sort of conversations. So you can kind of work that through with any uh, sort of digital channel, but but its closest neighbor is sort of traditional email marketing. So that's an easy one to kind of look at. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of our modern marketers are crunching a lot of numbers in their head, but right now figuring this out. But I- I'm stuck on one from earlier, which was 10,000 emails sent per year per person. So I've got 70 people working here at Uberflip, uh, growing over 100 this year. So you know, I'm thinking about a million emails out, a million Per, you know, impressions. I mean, that's that's a lot of opportunity to manage the right message and ensure people are on 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 point. So, you know, for those who are doing the same math, I think they're trying to figure out that okay, we got to do this. Who does it? You know, who owns this, right? And we we talked at the beginning about you know, should this be IT? Well, it's kind of a bridge between IT and marketing. But where do you see ownership of this type of initiative happening the most? Is it a content manager? Is it you know that sales operations role that a lot of us are talking about these days? Yeah, it you know, it's a great question, and the way to sort of think about it is uh, going back to you know who is actually sending these emails. Right, so if I have large customer support teams, if I've got large sales teams, um, if if I have large HR teams, right, uh, these every person sends email, right, and so typically, uh, 
the, the owner from a marketing perspective is somebody in sort of field marketing or demand gen. Um, and when you think about what Sigster impacts, we, we, don't, we don't really drive right, uh, a plethora of net new leads because right? somebody on my team already has a name and they're emailing them. What, what it's really about is sort of pipeline progression, uh, retaining customers, and, 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 and sort of uh, sharing content that helps those customers do more with us. Um, and, and so the groups that that aligns to are, the, are, are often sales teams and, and account managers, uh, customer success or customer support type folks. Um, but typically within the marketing org, the person that is creating content for each of those organizations, whether it's customer marketing uh, or, or, or new prospect marketing, uh, it typically falls to demand gen or sort of field marketing um, within that role. Now, now the, the really interesting thing, I'd, I'd, I'd be curious if you guys at Content Pros um, you know, talk a lot about con. I think every department has a content challenge and, and I'm curious, I think that marketing is on the forefront of delivering great content and creating great content. But if I'm in HR, I've got the same challenge, right? And, but instead of case studies and white papers, I'm looking for, uh, employee, em, employer brand content, culture, um, uh, communication, sort of hiring and recruiting content. Um, but, 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 but again, typically for the marketing org, it, it is really focused on sort of the demand gen uh, field marketing role that sort of supports those, uh, those folks, perhaps product marketing for, for existing customers. Yeah, no, that, that makes so much sense. And, and you're so right about, you know, the importance of content through, throughout an entire company. I mean, we, we actually have our own culture hub of content here at Uberflip. And, uh, you know, we obviously use our own solution to manage that. But, yeah. uh, you know, we're also trying to figure out how do we get that right content when we're sending out a job offer. Uh, you know, every, uh, every type of interaction we have, people are craving some sort of way to buy in, right? And I think, you know, just as culture's about that, content's about that. It's all about helping people buy into an idea. So I, you know, definitely couldn't agree more with you. So for our last last few minutes here, we're gonna, we're gonna kind of go away from content. Uh, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better. Uh oh, so, you know, usually I'd start, you know, with some of the, you know, the easy stabs. You know, I won't go too harsh. I'm finding out if you're a Colts fan. You know, I know you're from <laughs> Indianapolis these days. That can't be can't be a fun topic oh, yeah. to talk about. So right. we, you know, we can just move past that one. Uh, let's 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 talk about even just the time of year we're in right now. Uh, so. Uh, Getting to know you. By the time this podcast airs, we'll be beyond today. But today is Black, you know, not Black Friday, but it's Black Friday weekend. We're into Cyber yes, Monday. Cyber Monday. Yes. What was your What was your one item you had to have for the holiday season that that you you jumped on? You, you know, it's less about me and more about my kids. And so they got a uh, uh, I got an eight year old and a fi- and and she uh, she's got a Red Ryder BB gun coming her way. So so don't air this before Christmas, or at least don't play it for her. So that's what I was most fired up about. And we got to watch the Christmas story next. <laughs> don't bring your eye out, Dan. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. So. I'm curious. We talked a lot about 10,000 emails a year today. Uh, so that's 28 a day. Would you say you are guilty of increasing that average or are you below that average? Are you helping the world? <laughs> I, I am, I am, 
I, I definitely get way more than that per day, and I, I send. I actually send about forty emails per day, so I'm I'm above that average. Oh wow! All right, all right. <laughs> you guys know you know who to blame now for that yes. average going up here yes. over here. Fair enough. All right, so so being from Indianapolis, as as we talked about, you, you must know Jay Bear. You know I Jay do. Bear is you know part of Convince and Convert, which in and Content Pros is part of the Convince and Convert family of podcasts. What is your favorite book by Jay Bear? I, 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 I'm going to feel like you're adding a lot of utility the way you're packaging emails, but yeah, maybe speak to us. Yeah, um, man, you know, it, it really goes back to utility for me. Um, and I know, I, know, I know Hug Your Haters is, is, uh, is, is the latest book, which is awesome as well. But, but utility is really, um, you know, at the forefront of sort of that content marketing uh, piece and that's really what ultimately was one of the big reasons I started buying into the uh, in, in, into what it meant and, and that's why I was so excited about about Sigster right and, and the opportunity for us to invest in, in content to help others uh, not only create the content but actually get people to see it and, and engage with it right um, so I, I can really go back to utility and some of the stories in there I, it's a great book Awesome. Yeah, I love that one too. Uh, although you got you got to see Jay deliver his uh, his talk on Hugger Haters. It is truly inspirational. Um, all right, last one that I that I got for you. I didn't have this one, but you answered the Black Friday one. Kind of you know thinking of others. So gonna have you think about yourself. What is your New Year's resolution? I know we're still a month away right now, but you know what do you you know what's one goal that you have for the new year? Yeah, that's that's great. Um, you know, one of the things that I think about all day is 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 how to be proactive and, and try to think more uh, long term rather than just you know reacting to to everything that sort of comes our way during the day. Um, and, and so I've actually blocked out some some time uh, since I'm in the email world to use email better, right? And sort of block times uh, in the morning, around lunch, and at the end of the day uh, to to sort of see what's happening in, in in my inbox, and and then and then have some more time to really be proactive and strategic. Uh, throughout the rest of the day, so I think about email all the time, and I think about how much time we spend there. And, and as a as a uh, as a user myself, right? How can I use it better? And so so that's kind of kind of what I'm doing in in uh, 2017. Fantastic, awesome, Dan. This was this was a ton of fun. I really appreciate taking the time to talk to us. Uh, you know, for everyone who's interested in learning more about Sigster, you can check out at sigster.com. Uh, Dan is obviously you know big on content himself, so I'm sure you'll find the odd piece by him from time to time, or just reach out to him and you'll see one of his awesome signatures come through your way. Uh, on on behalf of uh, Jeff Cohen over at Oracle Marketing Cloud, I'm Randy Frisch at Uberflip. This has been another great episode of Content Pros. All the other Content Pros episodes can be found at contentprospodcast.com as well. iTunes is a great place to subscribe as well as Stitcher. Really anywhere you got your podcasts, we can be found. And we encourage you to also leave us feedback in terms of what we can do to make these podcasts more meaningful to your day. Dan, thanks so much for joining us and look forward to, to more great uh, emails to come. Thank you guys. Jeff, Randy, thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in to Content Pros. Please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. Go to contentprospodcast.com for a complete show archive and greatest hits. Content Pros is sponsored by Clear Voice Content Marketing Software, Convince and Convert, Oracle Marketing Cloud, and by Uberflip, and is produced by Convince and Convert Media. Find more great shows like Content Pros at marketingpodcast.com the first search engine for marketing podcasts.
Podcast imaging by Audio.